What's up, everybody? Welcome in. And a big thank you for everyone that's going to be joining us here on the ride we're about to take together. It's been a lot of months in the making. We're finally pleased to launch our podcast series, Breakfast Ball. We'll be discussing all things from course design, our recommendations on places to stay and play, our favorite holes, little tidbits here and there. If you enjoy the podcast, please follow us on Instagram at the breakfast ball pod, all one word. Also, big thanks to my co-hosts, Jake and Vinny, for joining me on this journey. Here we go, guys. trial run we'll be talking all things golf a couple of courses we played recently including tiger's course blue jack national talk a little bit about the uh, byron nelson um why Vinny hits his driver so straight and yeah straight but not not very long but straight but he still wants a shaft right. he's in it he's in it farther than he ever has before anyways we'll get to that later so first things first uh I'm Doug Stevens, uh, live in a household with uh, Benny Scalise, who's in the background, introduced himself in a second, uh, from Houston, been here a long time, and uh, three handicap that is trending the wrong way, probably shooting like a 10 right now. Um, Benny, you want to introduce yourself? Oh, really? The straight guy hits a 210? 10 handicap? <laughs> The streak I part is uh, debatable. <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. Okay. Nah, two okay, 210. Two generous some days. Uh, no, I don't think so. You, you hit it, 210. You hit it. Jakey? Yeah. Jake Felici, um, Vince's brother, up here in the uh, the great white north of Philly. Um, I'm trying to trend as high as I can because I got a bunch of handicap championships coming up. Ooh, so. Love it. Yeah, let's get that up to like a 10. That'd be great. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I think I like golf courses more than I like golf itself. So should be good stuff to talk about. And uh, I don't know, I'm pumped, man. First breakfast ball. It's awesome. Sweet. That's right. Breakfast ball. All right, guys. So uh, Blue Jack National. This is uh, Tiger's course up in Montgomery. It's about, uh, I don't know, 45 minute drive or so from downtown Houston. Um, the three of us had the. Uh, pleasure of playing there with uh, Vinny's girl uh, May yeah about uh, was that like a month ago now yeah it's about, yeah, a, month about a month yeah. okay a month ago so we played it we played it from I don't know a couple of tees up 6700 or so um, I guess I'll let you guys kind of thoughts on the place uh, a little bit about the course the whole place in general I guess you guys can take it from there yeah. Um, well, I mean, Vince, you want to talk about experience first or where, where you want to go? Yeah, yeah, I think we talk about the ride in. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how about that ride in? <laughs> how about that? Well, look, I mean, I, I think I think the first the first couple of things that you can, you know, you can think about when it comes to um, to Blue Jack was I, I think the word is understated, right? Like you go to a lot of high end clubs, especially like me in the Northeast and um you know, you got big old clubhouses, you got, you know, bag boys running all over the place. You got, um, sort of this, this grand feel uh, of whatever that is. And I think the interesting thing about blue Jack was, um, it was, it was fairly understated, even though you, you kind of knew it wasn't right. There's all these houses going up. They got like a place for like kids to go in the pool and like, you know, hit home runs on a 
small wiffle ball field. I mean, it's clearly like this idea of a community, but at the same time, it was fairly minimal. Like when we went to go buy gear afterwards, they didn't even have a real clubhouse, you know? And, um, so I think that that's kind of one of the interesting things. It just seems like it is, uh, it's part of something bigger and maybe that bigger isn't there yet. So it's kind of right now, I'll, to me, it felt very like chill and kind of oddly understated for what uh, I knew it was, which was very private, you know? So I don't know how you guys felt about no, uh, I, part I, of it. No, I completely agree. I think the, you know, just like from the feel when you, when you drive in the security gate and then through like the, the forest, uh, you know, and then you pull up and it's like all these cottages and you're greeted from the bag stand don't really have to do anything they take your bags all the way down you can see this massive putting green that thing has to be like 300 yards long with like yeah, all this undulation i'm putting the great by the way i putted the on that putting green i made 15 out of 15 butts yeah and i made two, i made two i made two putts on the in the entire course so um started me off yeah and then there's there's music playing on the uh on the uh, range, uh, mm-hmm. Caddy comes up to you, he's talking to you already. Uh, you know, there's not too many people, which I really enjoyed because when you go to the range, normally, you know, it's kind of packed. You're having to wait for some people. The grass is all messed up. This is, you know, beautiful eye every time. You're hitting, I don't know what we were hitting, Pro Bs or whatever they were sponsored by. I think, yeah, it has to be, it has to be Taylor. Yeah, it had to be Taylor made because it's Tiger's course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. In the TP5s, which is a beautiful ball, low spinner that Doug hits. Um, it's just a little shout out there. Uh, anyways, and then there's, you know, a bunch of courses. And then, uh, yeah, the pro shop isn't built yet, but they have like this little shack that's all you can eat and drink. There's a guy in there who's like, hey, use the lockers upstairs, yeah. bathrooms. And, and uh, I think Megan was saying like you can even like put out a request to rent those houses for the weekend and I don't know right. if golf's included or not, but it you know it should be because that that place is incredible. Um, yeah, those are the member. And you're right on the golf course. Yeah, right, to, right, right. To be a member, not own a property, but come in for the weekend, stay at a member's cottage, and then play two rounds, three rounds, however many you can play, and you know your time there. So yeah, and then they and then even sixteen of those. Yeah, I yeah, think it's something, like, something that. like that. That sounds right. And then they're building the, the second little cottages, which are a little bit bigger than that. And then they have the, you know, the regular houses that you buy. But anyways, then you get to the, you get down to the, well, one, they give you bag tags, which is, I have the nicest bag tag on my bag that I had before with my name on it and, and everything yeah. else. And then, and then they take you down to the, uh, the first tee. They ask you your name. They announce your name, however you want. Vinny said he was from Houston, but then we told him, no, he's really from Jersey. So he calls him out, says, this guy's really from Jersey. We hit our tee shots. I think, well, I guess I guess I'll let you guys talk. I know I was nervous when I hit well, my tee shot. I hit a butter cut. Oh man. I, I, well, this is the first thing you missed the one step, which was to figure out the order we had to go in. We had to play that little putting game. That's, so like right, that's right. Yeah. Basically they had us putting, um, you know, with our driver, whatever club we were going to tee off with. Um, putting to this hole that was cut on the tee box and that determined your order. So like, I, I will agree with you though, Doug, like I, I went up there and dude, my knees were quaking on that tee ball. And, and I don't even know why, cause I just hit it pretty good on the range. You know, I was, and then, uh, you know, they announced your name and you do this whole thing. And I was like, that water looked miles bigger than it was when I stepped up there. Uh, no doubt. Um, 
But yeah, I, I thought that was like such a cool little like authentic touch. And I, I don't know, there's a lot of things like that, though, where I, I felt like you could play a lot of private golf, especially private golf, high end, maybe private golf that you, um, you know, you don't have access to normally. And it's not that like sort of different experience from regular golf. It's just kind of a better course or upgraded conditions or whatever. This was like, they tried to make it feel like it was this event that you were at. And I thought that that was like a really uh, a cool move by them. I agree. And, and you know, number one's really not even that hard to hold. It's like this little dog leg left mm-hmm. a little bit of water off the tee, but yeah, even the elevated tee, big bunker down the right but then other than that like it's it's a i mean the toughest thing about that golf course was those greens so i mean if you it that was the first time i've ever played a golf course i think where if you miss the green in the wrong spot you're not making par unless you this just ridiculous up and down um and and the other thing i liked was you know there's no rough it's all cut down everything's tight lie or you're in the the pine straw so you can't can't really lose your ball unless you hit it in the water so right right you hit it hit it right into the pine straw you just go find it and you hit it again like i know on uh, number two which was a par five and everybody hit it in that stupid bunker down the left but (laughs) <laughs> but uh you know just a lot of things like that where a lot of fairway bunkers i think Vinny was in every fairway bunker um oh man vince saw the saying a lot i had i got some good practice leading into the following you know event so but I, it worked yeah, out yeah and i think um it did well yeah but i i, I think, first of all you're pretty good out of him but i think the other thing about it and doug kind of already touched on it was it uh it did interesting things with like what you needed to think about strategically. So, you know, those bunkers were in really good places, first of all. And then around the greens, like you absolutely needed to know where you were going to miss it around the green or you needed to be really good because there were a couple of times where if you got sort of downhill or above a pin or in the, some of these bunkers were like canted, you know, straight down like the one I was in on whatever that is, 12, I guess the, the Augusta looking hole. Uh, par three. I mean, that, that bunker, when I got in there, I was facing straight down basically, you know? So they, they, yeah, they definitely played around with where you had to hit it. I think that was the big penalty from all the bunkers. Uh, every fairway bunker, you weren't going to, you weren't going to hit a six iron out of a fairway bunker to the green. You know, you had to play a high lofted club. Every green side yeah. bunker was above your head or you were sloped downhill towards the water. So, uh, you know, your opportunity was extremely small just from course design, not from your inability to hit a decent shot. Right. So, extremely penalizing. Uh, I learned that on the on the quote-unquote tiger hole, the short drivable uh, par four through the cut. Oh, what a hole. Uh, great well, yeah, great hole. Funny. Second shot into yeah. the green, you didn't make it. You were 100 yards back in the fairway, you know? Well, see, I was just going to ask you guys like, what your favorite hole is or was out there and to me vince you hit on you hit on my favorite one and that was actually the hole i think i probably played the worst and that's the hole that vinnie told you to hit the uh oh the bump and run (laughs) hit the bump and run he skulls it across the green Um, i still stand by it was a bump and run it probably was but you know but I got to tell you, like that, that hole was sick, right? Think about it. Like you could, you could take a, whatever club, you know, Doug could have hit anything. Doug could have hit a four iron to the bottom of the hill and then flip something up there. Right. You can try to pipe a driver and drive it right up near the green. But 
I, I pulled mine a little and actually ended up being level with the green. Doug kind of hit the, the butter cut. And he was he was down in the valley of doom down there, you know, off to the right. And like that's just great design, right? It, it begs for you to do one thing really good in that situation. It calls for a shot, and then if you don't pull it off, now, now you're scrambling. So, and we'll we'll I guess we'll set the stage for for everybody that's going to be listening. Is really it's a short par four. It can be played from probably I don't know from the front tees probably like 200 yards. The back tees is probably like 360. Somewhere in there, and we probably paid from I don't know what two ninety. Yeah, we yeah, paid from probably. two uh, two eighty two ninety was on the card. Yeah, so two eighty two ninety. You could yeah, like Jake said, you can either lay up or you can hit driver. And if it's greens up on the left, if you miss the green on the right, there's this large shaved area that it's probably like I don't know fifty feet below the green. Like you can just see the top of the flag. There's a big bunker left protecting the left side of the green. So really, your only shot is front or try to hit it on the green. It's an awesome hole. Uh, I agree. I think that was my favorite hole. I, I, I really liked the one par three um, right after the uh, the jerky shack, which we'll talk about here in a second. But uh, yeah, yeah. that was like their supposed to be their their aim in corner hole, um, which I thought was an awesome hole. There's two big bunkers left, a lot of water front. Um, we got to watch a couple web.comers come through and hit right before us as they hit everything to about six feet. And then the, you know, the amateurs that we are had to hit right after them. But, um, I, I really liked that all. Um, and then I actually all really liked, uh, number nine as well, which was the, it was a longish par four. And then yeah. the, the green was kind of elevated and, uh, I think it made it uh, a lot more challenging, obviously with the pin placement that day, it was on the back on a little slope, but, uh, that was yeah. the sickest green on the course right there. Yeah. A, a lot of really, really good holes, uh, highly recommend. And, uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, after the sixth hole and the 12th hole is, uh, they have like their halfway houses basically, but, uh, they're themed. That makes that they're makes, themed. That makes it, that was the best part. I think the on-course amenities were probably the best I've ever uh, had. Top notch. Yeah. So after number six was, uh, Vinny's hot dog stand, but it had like every, <laughs> it had every candy you could ever imagine. Um, it had like granola bars, hot dogs, fruits, all this other stuff. Yeah, and apparently Vince had the first orange he had ever had in his life that day. I, I think that, that Jake called him out on, but, uh, I think you, I think you put down two, uh, two mini dogs first though. I did. <laughs> I had, I had this really good. There's like mini. We had a wannabe semi-spicy sausages, whatever they called them out there. Yeah. All by two, two oranges. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> and and then at any time you can call in a hot uh, hot shot or like a drone strike, which I don't think we actually took advantage of. But you no, can basically tell your caddy that you want something, and they can just have it brought out to you on any hole. Um. Which was amazing. And then the other one on the 12th hole um, was this homemade beef jerky sausage Mexican food shack, which is like this little uh, casita that they built after like the 11th hole right before this part three that we're talking about where they make this homemade sausage and and uh, Mexican food. They're like little quesadillas. And then I think they have like whiskey and alcohol and all, yeah, all Texas beers and stuff. <laughs> It was, I mean, it was all top class. Very, very, very good. 
Yeah, I think yeah. I could have sat up there and watched a few groups come through. Uh, we let one through, but it was five people, right? So those, those yeah, dudes right. were absolutely those, smoking. It. They were, yeah. I mean, they were covered in sponsors from head to toe. Those boys, could, yeah, they could play. They were good. They were balling. And then, um, so then you finish the round. Uh, you know, your caddy takes care. Your caddy was great. Um, you finish. There's this little grill on the 18th hole. There you go in. You eat. The food was fantastic. I think they actually had like three restaurants. We just hit the one, and then you go to the par three course. And uh, I guess I'm gonna let uh, Vinny describe the par three course because what from what I found out is he's the greatest mini course player of all time. Um, yeah, so never a driver up again. Right. So if you've ever seen these videos of these guys that used to play on like the putt putt. Uh, pro tour like Vinny should be on the the short course pro tour if there was one because <laughs> the guy is an animal with the wedge should, um, should put nationals baby yeah so i'm gonna let you describe what you thought your thoughts about the uh, the short course there Vinny. I mean, it was all all good shots um 90 yards max i think 98 was the longest shortest hole was 40 except for the invisible hole yeah. invisible hole i was thinking about that the flop shot that <laughs> turned out to be 30 yards long it's all right. Oh, and and the one <laughs> hole that didn't exist. You're right. Yeah. So there was two number nines apparently. Well, uh, there's ten. Holes. Mean, was it? Is that what it was? Or they had a tenth hole and they just didn't have an eight. They had I a tenth remember. hole. I, I still think that they moved it just due to drainage in that. Uh, I think in so that too. spot. But. Um, yeah. Forty to ninety yard shots. You know, everything's a par two. And you can grab grab three clubs, two clubs, and a and a bucket of beer and and walk around and you can play play nine short holes in 40 minutes and have a really good time out there i mean if i lived out there i would i would play that thing like 10 times a day i mean it's pretty much just as well manicured as the course you know a little bit more sand on the greens just because they're they're not going to treat them all the time but a great experience after a round and uh, that's a good moment to talk about the round and kind of look back on everything you got to enjoy especially if it was your first time out there um you know for us we had we had just as as good a time playing that as we had playing 18 so Mm. yeah i think it's uh i mean you see all these resorts doing it now you know like piners has one and Bandon and stream song but really that's exactly what vince like nailed it with that i think that's like a really good call you know you, you and your boys you're out there you just got done your your round whatever your round is and you know for us it, it didn't get heated but for some people when you know even when they play in groups man you get really competitive but you grab a couple beers go out there with your boys you talk about the round you can loop that thing i mean what it took us 45 minutes to play it i mean maybe less you can loop it as yeah. much as you want i mean that's that's a blast uh, that that thing was really cool yeah it was fantastic i mean and then i think everybody got some some blue jack stuff some people did one of you guys buy a head cover yeah i bought a head cover right 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 yeah it was a, it was a pretty sweet head cover yeah i mean all in all you know a, a first class day when then we all you know 100% thank Megan for inviting us out. That was fantastic. Oh, yeah. uh, um, and then I would love to go back out there again um, sometime this summer. Fantastic place. Uh, anybody have any uh, any other thoughts on, on the course before we before we move on? Well, I want to jump in with one last thing on it, and then, then I'm done. Um, I think we got to really talk about, honestly, the shot of the day. I think we've glossed over a very important oh, thing God. that happened. Oh, no, this isn't me. 
Oh no 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 no! I mean, I did birdie. I did birdie that. Hole. The part. But, <laughs> oh, you're talking about so, the bunker. Oh yeah yeah, this is okay. a great one. I'll so, let you set. So, the, you can set the stage for it. Yeah, let me set the stage. So, um, like I like I said, so Vince is about is like two two maybe three dogs. He might have snuck another dog. We don't know about. So he's like about and two three, dogs. Maybe three oranges. Yeah, he just slammed down an orange, and, and we go. So you, we play this par four right after the jerky hut or whatever, and um, or after the, the the candy hut, and and we we leave that par four and we go over to the, the first of their like their par threes. I thought were beautiful there, so we go to this beautiful par three, and it's kind of this um this long long green running right to left, kind of away from you over water you can bail out right if you want and uh basically our caddy says yeah you, you want one more stick than normal here and you know it's it, you can't really tell why but maybe there's some wind or something that normally swirls down there so i listened to him i hit nine iron it was a good shot dougie i think you kind of you kind of skanked one a little bailed a little right yeah i just um, made sure i didn't go in the water right didn't go in the water exactly and then vince you hit nine there i think you did right i did i hit a nine i think everybody else hit so, a bitch. I hit nine. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so Vince goes up there and, and, uh, I mean, we, we were begging for my ball to go over. Vince hits his, your ball was in the and, hole when you hit it. Well, I thought, I thought it was gonna be a little short, but it, yeah, I mean, in the end I knew nine was gonna be enough. So Vince hits his and it looks, it's on a really sick line. And, uh, but then you just kind of see it die midair, <laughs> right? Midair. This thing just hits. It's like it hit a brick wall, kicks on the bank, rolls down. And I, I love that the first thing that our caddy said was, ooh, like, this is about to get real interesting because uh, you ain't in the water. You're on the mud. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we go down there, and he's on the mud. And, I, you know, all of a sudden we get the Vinnie Molinari chance. This is the weekend of the Masters, too. So, you know, it's Monday after the Masters. We just saw Molinari dunk it. And uh, saw the goat I got win. Connect, right, saw the goat win. And uh, I couldn't believe – I, first of all, I couldn't believe that he did it. He puts on the long sleeve because he doesn't want to get his polo messed up. He's got the white polo on. It's white. Exactly. Yeah, he's got the white polo on. Then he then he puts the he puts the long sleever on, climbs in, doesn't take his shoes off because he's on this like kind of like wet mud, and um, I forget exactly what the line is. Uh, uh, I can't turn or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> exactly. I wanted to, and, he, and he just uh, go ahead, go ahead. I wanted to be able to face way left of the stick and and pop this thing out, you know, relatively close. But I definitely didn't have a stance unless I was taking all my gear off and standing standing way in the water. So the bottom line is he got it out and. Uh, I have video. It was a great out, actually. Yeah, it really was good. It was sick. I mean, I, I love it. I, I think it's a hilarious shot. It's, it was so fun. Did not go on to make par, but I didn't hey, leave it in the you, water. So You didn't Yeah, you didn't pitch out on it, which I appreciate. But, yeah, that's all I got to say on Blue Jack. It was, it was great. Great experience. Great day. Great day. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so next we're going to talk about uh, Houston Open coming to uh, – Going back to Houston, I guess, in the fall, uh, 2019, actually, it'll be in the, the new wraparound season will be in the fall. Uh, we're going to be moving to Memorial. I think it's got one more year at, uh, at, uh, not at Blue Jack. I wish at Blue Jack at, uh, <laughs> be at golf, yeah, golf club of Houston, uh, which I actually like that course a lot, but, uh, going to Memorial Jakey's our in-house resident on the, the renovations. I think it's a dope design with, uh, mm-hmm. old Brooks Kapka going to be doing some input as a PGA tour player. Uh, I think just, uh, overall thoughts, Jake and Vince on what you think we're going to be getting here. I know you're, you're pretty pumped about the, the course we're getting. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll just jump in. I'll correct something real quick. You guys actually don't even get the Houston Open this year, so there's no Houston Open. Really? Yeah, until that course is built. Oh, no golf club in Houston this year. Um, But like, I'll I'll keep it brief because I could go on for a while. They did already launch the new Houston Open logo. If you haven't seen that, we didn't see that. It is uh, cool. It's a very, it's a mix between an Astros logo and the Houston Open text. Oh yeah, I like that. Look at that. Nice. Wow. Yeah. That's, so, that's actually really sick. They kept it in H Town. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, the, the easiest way I can put this uh, without going down a, a long road is you guys are going to end up with like one of the sickest municipal run golf courses in America. I mean, you already have like, I mean, before Memorial was getting redone, it, it's a ton of foot traffic, which is the point of a municipal golf course to be there for the right. people. Um, <laughs> But now you're getting one that's designed uh, by one one of the premier designers of his time. Um, And interestingly enough, they rarely, rarely, rarely play Doke courses on tours. So, um, you know, you're going to see a a course by a designer that, I mean, sometimes you get a web event on a Doke, but I don't think there's any PGA right now on any Doke courses. So yeah, it's going to be, does he have a lot of courses in, in tech or in, in the United States or. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of courses in the U S I mean, uh, you know, some of his most famous work is at, I think probably for everybody band and really sticks out. Okay. Um, you know, uh, Pinehurst, um, stream song, uh, AC country club actually for me is the, the closest Doke. And you've played um, there, right? You like that place. Oh, it's it's ridiculously good. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And so you're going to see it play differently than I think you guys have seen it play when you go there. It'll be probably a little wider and, and definitely built on the idea of being like really firm, really fast, hard to control the ball once it hits the ground. And, and that's really what the test will probably be. Um for that course. But yeah, I mean, without going too deep into it, there's sand cap in the whole place. Think about that. Think about that. You're going to have, a, it's going to be ridiculously good. Yeah. I mean, they, I've only been out there, I think once since they've uh, started the renovation to hit balls in the range because the range is still open and uh, they pretty much tore down every tree that was out there. And there was probably like a couple thousand trees out there. And now it's just kind of like a barren wasteland. So I'm pretty excited for them to completely, uh, yeah, basically transform that that space into what's going to be, I think, a great, great golf course that, uh, you know, even I think they get about 60,000 rounds a year out there already for the Muni. So, uh, you know, hopefully they can do a good job of, of keeping the course up because Memorial, I will say, you know, when it wasn't like Houston Am season or, you know, in, in, in pristine shape in the uh, spring, uh, it kind of got a little barren out there in the summer and then, and in the winter because um, it was it was pretty tough to, to keep it up with all the play. But hopefully, um, hopefully they do a better job. And I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a great course. I also think that it'll be, you know, I, I obviously it was awesome having it the week before the Masters prior because um, we got a great feel because a lot of the players like to play the week before. But I think uh, I think we'll get a you know a pretty stout field in the fall because um, I know it won't be the first event, so it'll probably be the second or third event. Um, but it should be pretty good. I, I, I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think you're going to get a good field too because um, it's it'll it'll never read as one of like the. Um, it's not like it's not like it's the Barracuda Championship or something, you know. It, right. It's it's never going to be like this crazy off-season event or like wraparound event. It's always going to be. It's in a great city for golf. 
a lot of great golfers come out of there. So you always have, um, I think a decent field, no matter what. And Kepka's name is attached to it. So you won't have to really worry about it that way either. Yeah. I think, I think right. him as an advisor for this, for this course is, it's going to hopefully impact the growth and the playability and, I mean, they don't have. I don't. I, I can't find it. How long they've confirmed the Houston Open contract after leaving the long PGA? Yeah, I think. I think Crane uh, picked it up for like ten years or so. I'll say it's, so. There'll be a dope course with a tournament every year for at least ten years. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be legit. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be very cool. It's gonna be so different than. The Masters, though, at being so close, I wonder how many people are going to say this is good prep or this is not good prep. Well, it's going to be moved to the fall, so you won't have to yeah, worry about that. Right. The Masters prep, but like, I guess the other thing that's cool to think about is like Texas now, to me, has like two of the most interesting events. Like we're recording this the week of the Byron Nelson, and and you guys just had like hellacious rainstorms, right? So that's right. Yeah. Um, uh, Trinity Forest isn't playing like Trinity Forest should play, but it's an incredible design and like a radically different golf course from what they play every week on tour. And I think in a lot of ways, that's what you're going to have for the Houston Open, too. You're going to have this co- golf course that is radically different. So no matter what, I mean, it's uh, it's going to end up being a lot of fun to watch for sure. Yeah, I mean, I can yeah, well- Go ahead, Vinny. I can tell you the I don't I don't know if you've been over near Memorial Park recently, Doug, but not only is the construction at the course going on, but they're leveling tons of land to build restaurants and shops. I mean, they're preparing for an influx of of people or events. Um, you know, this area, part of town's going to become so nice. Well, I mean, they have to because the parking situation over there right now is a disaster. It would be, uh, it would be a logistical nightmare nightmare if uh, if they had the tournament right now. So yeah, I, yeah, I've seen that they they put up like the, I know they rerouted the 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 running trail, so it's actually three miles now, and uh, they've done it just like a great spot there. So anybody that comes into Houston should definitely go check that out once the course is complete. Um, I think later sometime this year, maybe early next year, it'll be done. So it's going to be pretty exciting. I think they, they have completion for this fall still. Um, the, you know, the other nice part is that there's not a plan for the city to increase the rate of playing. Yeah. This that's really important. Right. So, I just, it, people, some people are either going to love it or hate it. You know, it depends on who can hang on a course. That's going to be, significantly tougher than what was out there before well i i'll just quickly say i don't know if you want to go tougher it's all about you know putting people in the right uh place skill wise because it's actually gonna it'll be a lot wider i played memorial one time it's gonna be a lot wider um and a lot more open almost blue jack in in a lot of ways in terms of finding your ball um so it's gonna be easier to do those things Mm -hmm. um which makes it easier for the uh high handicapper to get off the tee and and you know not ask to force carry things and stuff like that but i I guarantee i guarantee it's gonna ask you to do a lot more with imagination and and so around the greens and stuff like that um but you you hit the nail on the head then the the rate thing is important i mean i live in an area where there's no municipal golf that's worth my time which is really unfortunate um if you can keep the rate in the right place and have a really great golf course for your community that's like that's a win-win that's the the perfect idea so yep i agree 
All right. Well, there we go. Little little talk on Memorial. Little talk on Blue Jack. Uh, I think the last thing we're going to talk about is PGA Championship coming up next week. Uh, I think Ooh. we'll give our picks in next week's episode. But uh, some of the pairings came out this morning. I thought there were some interesting ones uh, that we'll talk about here. So, obviously, the one we texted the group about, Tiger, Moley, and Brooks Kapka, the last three major champion winners playing together. I think they're early late. Let me just double check that. Where did Tiger's bearing go? It's cool that they kept that tradition of the last three. Cause that's like the PGA thing, even though it's like yeah. out of order now, you're not. Yeah. So they're early late. So they're, they're eight twenty four on the back nine, one forty nine on the front nine, mm-hmm. uh, playing at Beth page black. One of the greatest courses in Houston, in Houston, in the U S uh, I think, going to be a very good test for all the players uh new time of year so they moved the pga up to may uh used to be the last major now it's the second uh what are we thinking kind of about the tournament coming up uh about that pairing um yeah yeah i mean go ahead man you, you know the course um you know courses in new york and the northeast into the late spring May early summer, uh, playing significantly different than you know early fall. Uh, I think the course is going to be long and probably pretty soft still. I think you're looking for guys that are long and hit a lot of fairways. Finau, Brooks, Tiger, right now I think he's hot. Um, I think Molly's maybe mentally shot. Still, I <laughs> got. I hope not. I would love to see him. I would love to see him fight that one out. Um, you think? You think he's got the Jordan, the rip, like like Jordan sees the ripples in the pond, like Molly yeah. sees the ripples in the pond. How about, how about Spieth? I think uh, he's in the top ten right now, actually, at uh, the Byron Nelson this week. I know it's his yeah. one of his home courses, but he is. But he's also nine shots back. So, well, that's because Kang added himself Kang Day. <laughs> I'm upset. Sixteen under. Yeah, I think. Uh, you know, another person, Rory. I, I, I think as as much as he hurts himself, I think he's going to contend this year. He's playing with Phil Mickelson and Jason Day. That's exactly yeah. right. That's a great pairing, actually. There's a lot of good pairings, actually. Uh, so we'll read off a couple here. Let's see. We got uh, Brooks, Moly, Tiger. We've got Xander, Hideki, Alex Noren. Uh, Ricky, Bubba, Justin Rose, good pairing. Uh, Sergio, Justin Thomas, Adam Scott. Uh, And we've got uh, Cameron Champ. He's playing with the old glove man. Uh, That's a good one. (laughs) Uh, John Rahm, DJ, and Spieth. Spieth's going to get ejected there. Uh, Said Rory, Phil, and Jason. Let's see what else we got. It was kind of the... What I would say are the highlight. Oh, Tony Finau is playing with Poulter and Billy Horschel. Yeah, Finau and Poulter have been playing a lot of rounds together, I feel like. <laughs> like a lot. And, and, <laughs> yeah, all the way from U.S. Open last year to, I mean, they've been in a couple majors where they've been paired together, like either maybe in, on Saturdays, like after a reshuffle or something. Huh. But And I, actually, okay. I really like Cooper, <laughs> too. Uh, he's playing with Kadera and Cameron Smith, and I think that kind of lets him be in his own little world, and he's been playing. Yeah, Kuchar's having he's himself been a year. Unreal this year. Yeah, yeah. Kuchar can't win something like that, though. I, I'm sorry, like I, I, I don't mean to, you know, take a dump on it, but for whatever, he, he's a top ten machine. He'll always be a top ten machine. 
he's had a great year winning the tournaments that he's won, but Vince hit it pretty, pretty well with, I mean, it's going to be mega long, mega soft. The rough is going to be probably pretty spotty still may in the Northeast is notoriously sort of like back and forth in terms of growing. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be tough for him. I think that you're right. You won't want somebody who hits it pretty far. I think you need, I think driving is key at this golf course. Cause it's, it's, it's kind of tight. There's some long driving holes. You need some length and, but you also have to have some accuracy. I'm sure DJ is going to do well here. Kapka is going to yeah. do well here. Uh, I mean, even tiger really, he's been, since he switched his shaft up and he, he's dialed it back a little bit, he's been hitting some fairways. So I, I mean, Obviously, I'm the biggest Tiger fan in the world. I would love to see him win, not even only two in a row, but just another major. Uh, basically, secure himself as the best golfer in the world again. But uh, tough pairing with him and Brooks. I, Tiger is one of those guys that likes to beat everybody in his group. So hopefully, he doesn't try to get into a big dick contest with Brooks off the tee. But <laughs> you know, who who knows? We'll see. Yeah, it's a good point. Okay, you guys. guys um, oh no, go ahead, Doug. What were you saying? No, no, no. What, you, what, what are your thoughts? Let's hear them. No, I just it, my, it was kind of my last thought on the PGA. What do you? Uh, how do you feel about it being in May? Like, do, are you? Do you like this idea of like having kind of like rapid fire majors? Because think about it. We you have a major in April, major in May, major in June, major in July, and then you're done. Um, I mean, I think you could even say you have a major in March with the players now too. Oh, uh, don't make me barf. That's disgusting. Oh, come on, the players, dude. the players is not a major. Dude, it's the best it's field in golf, though. That doesn't matter. Man, I, so I I think uh, before the season, I would have probably said I I didn't love the change, but um, I actually did like seeing the players earlier in the year to kind of like set them up get them ready for major championship season. Um, since before it was masters players, then you went into other majors. Um, so I, I like having the PGA. I think having the British open last is going to be fun. Um, it, I, I think Vince is right. I think it sets up for some interesting, um, interesting play, especially for the, you know, the, this one, since it's in the Northeast, it's still going to be a little cooler. It's going to be a little wetter. I know they've been getting a lot of rain. A lot of rain. Um, so, going to be a soft golf course. Uh, yeah, I, th- I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'm not sure that the, the rough has had time to come in because it was dormant for a while. Um, I think there's a lot of things that'll be, that'll be interesting to see out there. Um, but I think we'll know pretty quickly, you know, whether or not the uh, PGA made a good, good choice uh, in, in switching the schedule. I'm always interested to see which player decides to shit on the course or shit on the PJ's decision to move it or play it there. Yeah. Rough's too thick. Yeah. Yeah. Too soft. You know. Always somebody can play. Zach Johnson. That's always, he's always whining and bitching about course. Well, that's because he, there's some carries out there he can't even carry. So he's going to have to lay up. For sure. I'll leave you with one more note on this too with this whole May PGA thing. I think it's in two years. The PGA is in May. And it's in Rochester, New York. And just I was like reading something today about it. Um, the average temperature in Rochester at this time of year, the average high 
in Rochester this time of year is like 51 degrees. So <laughs> that is that is really cold. So we're going to have some balls that aren't traveling anywhere. We're going to have people that don't want to go to the golf course. So, yeah, yeah. So I think that, you know, obviously I think they probably made that schedule before the schedule change. Yeah, I think so too. So nothing really you can do about that. Um, I, I, I do like though that because of the schedule change, they've brought in some golf courses that haven't had, um, in, in a while, like I think LA country club is now on it yep. in a couple of years and a couple other. So that's exciting to see. It's not just the traditional pebble and everything else. So, um, I think, uh, I think that's, that's exciting. And something we'll talk about next week is, uh, you know, obviously the, the PGA is moving their, their headquarters to, to Frisco right outside Dallas. And, right. uh, yeah, that's a big deal. they've guaranteed us a, a couple Ryder cups and some majors. So, uh, that'll be exciting. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think so next week we'll talk about that. We'll talk about, uh, who our picks are for the, for the PGA. We can talk about, um, you know, this winner for the, the Byron Nelson right now, it's uh, Sung Kang with a four shot lead over Matt every and Tyler Duncan. I have Ooh, no idea Duncan. who Tyler Duncan is. Um, yeah. and then Brooks Kapka is there in fourth place, uh, five back, which is, is good for him. You know, a week before major, everybody, no one ever likes to say he's the guy. He flies under the radar. He fights with, uh, what's his name from the cop, uh, Shambly from Shambly. Yeah. And yeah. their Twitter battles, which is pretty funny. Um, so we, a lot of things to talk about next week. Uh, any closing, any closing statements from you two? No, nah, man. I'm good to go. I'm good, I think. What we're actually doing. Like, yeah. our plans. Oh, we're, we're amateurs. Oh, we're talking about us? Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, man. We did, we did just take a trip to Doral, I think. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. We got to talk, talk, right. talk about the trips that everybody should be taking. So, All right, I agree. Stay tuned. Let's. Let's line that up for next week. All right, let's leave uh, uh, closing. Um, you guys playing this weekend? I took the weekend off. We got no, weekend off. Yeah, we 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 were in. Oh, in yeah. For those of you guys that don't know, we we did our our yearly group rider cup in Miami last week. We'll talk about it in the, in a future podcast. But uh, did our our rider cup down there? We played five rounds of golf in three and a half days. So pretty exhausted from that. Uh, and the rain here in Houston's been brutal. So. I think we're going to take the weekend off and then uh, get back at it next week. What about yourself, Jake? You playing? Yeah, yeah. Pl- playing uh, playing at the home course tomorrow, 830. Love it. And, uh, yeah. So just one round this weekend, but uh, yeah, we'll see what we got. Yeah, so we'll definitely talk about that next week. We'll talk about a little bit about our games. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about the uh, home course, Wildcat Country Club. Um, <laughs> a lot of things to talk about next week. We're, this is going to get exciting. I love it. All right. Sounds good, guys. All right, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Everybody be safe. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to eat your breakfast ball. Oh, yeah. (laughs)